evening, everyone. Welcome to another Builders Problem Solved. I hope I'm finding you happy and dry and healthy this evening. So uh, no guests this evening and I'm not going to try and set a world record by how many questions I can ask in one session either. I just want to share with you uh, a bunch of thoughts that I hope I know if implemented will make a difference on this run up to uh, to Christmas. Not sure why my uh, little thing isn't coming up here for comments and so forth, but uh, I'm sure it'll work shortly. Just give it one more try. Reboot when uh, in doubt. There it goes. There it is. There. Everything's going slow, but it's now going. So, uh, the title of this this here shindig is um, "Every Everyone Wants It by Christmas." <laughs> That's, uh, it's just it's funny. It just happens every year. Um, people put things off, put things off, and then there's this mad rush. Rush. Everyone wants it done by Christmas. I still don't understand why. Everyone has to have it done by Christmas. Like, what's the difference? I, I can understand certain things, but I think most things that it's just this traditional deadline that we need to have it done by. I don't know how many, um, <laughs> how many uh, grand designs type shows, either it's New Zealand, Australia, or just the the English grand designs where people will say, "Yep, we've we've got a deadline. We're building all the way through winter." and uh, want it finished by Christmas. Saw one today, in fact. I'm recording the New Zealand version at the moment, and uh, it was an amazing house uh, on an island, a small island, and um, it was just a holiday house. It was just where they went for weekends. And uh, he was a, a, a building developer, so like this... This guy was a builder himself, and he was, but he was, he sort of turned into a, a developer rather than building them himself. And he got a another builder to build this on an island, and they had to get everything over by barge and this, that, and the other. <laughs> and, and same old, same old, uh, had a, a budget of a million dollars, six months through winter to build it, ended up being 1.5 and 18 months. So he missed two Christmases. So there you go. Bunch of people arriving. Emma's here, Andrea here, Ollie Wayno is here and a bunch of others who I can't see. Unless you say hello, unless you make a comment, I don't know that you're there. But I know you're there, but I don't know who is there. So um, here's the issue with this thing is... As I said, everyone wants things done by Christmas. It's a bit of a furphy. It's a bit of an imaginary deadline. It's a made-up deadline for some bizarre reason. But it is what it is. It exists, and and so we've got to deal with it. But it does create unnecessary distress. 
Another thing that adds to this is that there's lots of other things going on. You might be, you know, camping with your family when you finish for, for Christmas. So you've got to start gathering stuff and getting ready and organising things and so on. So there's an additional layer of things that you might need to uh, prepare for. Or it might be the, you know, visitors are coming uh, and, you, and you're having the Christmas do at your place or whatever. So there's, there's all of these additional layers of things that are going to happen and uh, we get distressed about as well. And another issue is, so there's all these layers of issue, is that uh, we, we start to develop a I'll put that off mindset. So we start to develop a I'll worry about that next year. You know, we get so focused and tunnel visioned on what we think we need to do here and now by Christmas that we start putting things off. And as I'll talk about as we go through here, as we go through this process, uh, you'll, you'll find that that's not the best way. In fact, I think it's a really counterproductive mindset. In in fact, um I guess it's just because what I'm going to suggest is counterintuitive. What I'm going to suggest is it works when you do it, when you implement it. It absolutely works. It makes things better. But what we're battling against is what people feel like doing, and that's your customers and it's you. we, We get pushed around by our feelings. You know, this is what I feel like doing. I'm not going to do this because I feel like doing this and so forth. So I'm going to cover a bunch of things, um, starting with I've got written down what's the best way uh, to get the most possible done in this lead up to this crazy deadline. But I'm going to flip that over before I get started. And let's let's outline what's not the best way, okay? Because if we outline what what's not the best way, um, you might start to see that you've got some of these things going on. This might be what um, you might be doing. So let's let's unpack this. Uh, first one in the list of what's not a good way to get the most possible done when there's a deadline like Christmas looming. No planning. So again, intuitively, we think the best way to get stuff done is head down, bum up, I haven't got time for planning. And I've mentioned it, I don't know how many times, as the old um, Abraham Lincoln saying, if I've got eight hours to chop down the tree, I'm going to use seven of them to sharpen the axe. That doesn't mean that you plan for seven hours for your eight-hour day. (laughs) It just simply means you've got to have a quality plan. And it's just crazy, absolutely crazy um, that our, our tendency is, our natural tendency is when we're under the pump is to throw all of the planning aside or if we do do some form of planning, it's, it's real half-assed, it's real quick, uh, it's not quality planning. We just bung something together because our intuition is telling us that what we need to do is let's get, to, let's, let's get started, let's get started. But uh, that's not the best way. So no planning is 
is a bad way of doing things. In fact, I um, I put a post in Builders in a Circle uh, a day or so ago, and one of our new BBB members answered it. I think the question was something about do you need new leads or this or that or the other, and one of the choices was getting more of the on-site work done more efficiently, and that's what he selected. Um, it was Mitch over in WA, and uh, I asked Mitch via the Builders in a Circle, what, what do you currently use to um, – manage the projects and what do you feel not not is not working <laughs> and the answer came back um nothing so he, he kind of wasn't using anything to to plan the the projects or manage the projects via the you know some sort of project management um but we'll we'll certainly fix that there's no question about that we'll be right onto that to make sure you've got procedures and systems and measurement and all that to make your uh, on-site stuff significantly more efficient. But that's an example of no planning. But I think what I notice a lot is when people learn planning, because we teach planning and prioritising a lot in BBB, and people go, yep, yeah, that's good, that's good, yep, yeah, that's great, yeah, oh, this is going to be great, you know, and I've done it and it's made a big difference and, you know, I've done it for a few days and, it's you know, I feel so much better and then you might speak with them in a couple of weeks down the track and they're really stressed out. Why? You know, I'm under the pump, I'm this, that, on the other. How is your planning? Let's go back to basics. Oh, I just I haven't been doing that at all. It's, it's a no-brainer, folks. It's an absolute no-brainer. The more pressure you're under, the more planning you need to do and the higher that planning need, higher quality that planning needs to be. As I said, counterintuitive, but that is what works. We'll, we'll talk about that in a sec. Another way or another thing on the what's not the best way to get the most possible done list is poor comms with the team. So poor communication with the team. Again, what we tend to do is, is uh, give our meetings the flick, our team meetings, our daily direction meetings the flick when we're under pump. We haven't got time for that. We just need to get there and start banging in nails. And, and, and it is just craziness. The more you are under the pump, the more emphasis and more commitment needs to be not only in doing your um, daily direction meetings and weekly team meetings, but the quality of these things needs to go up. When there are more balls in the air, when there are more plates spinning, you need to do have better communication and more often. And here's one thing that's, that uh, it, it's a tremendous pardon me, tremendous, tremendous opportunity because the team knows that you are under the pump. The team knows that that the, the business is significantly more busy at this time of year and perhaps sometime during the year you've, you've put what we've taught you into um, – into motion with daily direction meetings and weekly team meetings and getting people to, to contribute to how we can improve procedures and systems and so forth. And you may have even said that, you know, these meetings are super important, you know, they, these are the key to the, the, the 
maintaining or attaining the, the team vision. What is the subconscious, the subliminal message that is sent to your team that when things get busy, those meetings get pushed aside? What's the message you're sending the team through your actions by giving the, the meetings the kibosh when things get busy? They're not really that important. You're not really that important. Even though I've said it in the past, you know, the team is everything, my behaviour is communicating that the team, team communication, team input is really not that important. So that means that in these times of higher pressure, by sticking to your meeting schedule, by having a calm, balanced approach to running your meetings instead of running around like a crazy person, um, the message that you are sending is communication is essential. Meetings are essential. Team input on what is happening today and this week and how we're going with our systems and our procedures is essential. And it is. All of those things are far, far more important than the work work. I know that sounds dumb and counterintuitive, but it is. The meetings, the communication, the planning, all of that stuff is more important than the work work. And the reason that is, is that the communications, the planning, the prioritisation, the improvement of procedures and systems allows the business to become more and more effective in an exponential way. So you make some little improvements and then you add to that and add to that and add to that and you end up getting this exponential return on your investment. But when you don't do it, it goes the opposite way, believe it or not. When, when you don't have these meetings, when you haven't got a focus on improvement, you, you, you f- get hypnotised into thinking, you know, things are still going okay, people are still happy, things are still working even though we're not having these meetings. But things are happening in the background that are going to come and bite you in, on the bum in the future and you and – you then start to sort of go over the falls. Tony, Tony Robbins calls it the Niagara syndrome there. Not the Viagra syndrome, the Niagara syndrome where you're going along and you, you know, it, it's a lovely day and the sun's on your, beating down on your face and you're just lying in the bottom of your dinghy floating along with the current uh, until one day you hear this really, really loud noise. Um, and you pop up, put your face over the gunnel and have a look what's going on, only to realise you're about to go over Niagara Falls, at which time you start to paddle like crazy. That's what builders do with their marketing. We, have, we haven't got enough leads, so, you know, we've got to go crazy and do all of this stuff because they're, they're feeling pain. Uh, we haven't got enough team members, so we've got to go and employ people and, and they lower the bar just to get people in. Um, the same thing happens with getting things done leading up to these deadlines like Christmas. So poor communication uh, and, and giving the, the team meetings 
police or fire are just going past. I don't know whether you can hear that in the background, the siren in the background. Um, so as the pressure increases, so should the, the commitment and the quality to team communication and the, the team-type meetings such as daily direction meetings and weekly team meetings. Another thing in the what not to do list is thinking that everything is equal. It's, it's, a, real, it's a real trap. You know, I'll ask somebody, okay, so what, what's, what's the most important thing? Well, they all have to be done, mate. They're all equally important. And that is such horse hockey. The, the, nothing is equal to anything else. There is always something that has far more reaching, far reaching consequences than something else. So we've got to get out of that thought process that just assuming and thinking and believing that, uh, that everything is equal because it ain't. Um, another thing on the what not to do list is working constantly without breaks. And, and, and we, we can talk about that physically, but I'm really talking about it mentally, um, you know, it's probably easier to do a long day when you don't have to think. But if you own the business or you've got responsibilities, you're going to be needing to make decisions and choices and uh, you need to be leading and communicating and all of these things that take cerebral effort, you know. They're going to take brain power. And uh, if, you, if you're using the brain and thinking and thinking and making decisions and making choices and overcoming issues and overcoming problems and all of this sort of stuff constantly and you're doing that without breaks, uh, you'll fatigue. And, and it's that simple. You will fatigue. So you need to get away from this crazy, crazy idea that the best way to get it done is head down, bum up and get it done. And I'm just going to keep going until it's finished. So what's on the what works list? I guess that's what we really need to talk about. And I just looked up at the time and <laughs> I can't believe how fast this thing goes. It's amazing uh, how fast 30 minutes go. So what works? Well, what works is the opposite of everything that was on the what not to do list. So planning. Planning more intelligently from a geographical point of view, meaning plot where you might need to go and, and rather than just rushing to where's more urgent or where you feel someone's screaming louder or whatever, plan geographically. If you need to move around, think geographical, okay? So you, you're not backtracking and all of this sort of stuff. Other really simple things that seem to go out the window and I have these conversations all of the time is just making sure that you've got lists of everything that's needed. So, you, again, you don't have to down tools to go to the hardware store or go and order some stuff or whatever. Make lists and go over those lists and get the team to help you go over those lists to make sure you have everything that is going to be needed to accomplish what is needed to be accomplished today and this week, whatever. So add that to your planning. Um, on the not to do list was poor comms and the meetings going out the window. What's on the what works list is have more meetings. Again, counterintuitive. And I've told you the story about um, a, a past 
member, a past client uh, that was a motor mechanic before we f- narrowed our focus just down to builders. We had all sorts of different businesses um, on our list. And these guys treated their day like an AFL game and at the start of the day they would have the daily direction meeting but they would get back together and check their progress and readjust and tweak and calibrate at morning tea time but that was like the quarter time huddle and then at half time they'd have a bit more of an expansive conversation about how they're heading you know people might think oh well it's lunchtime I'm just going to be checking out and having my lunch well okay but it's a great opportunity just to contribute, have a discussion, how are we tracking, anything that we can do to tweak and calibrate so the afternoon can be more productive than the morning. And they would set their day up like that. So I would suggest more meetings rather than just the same amount of meetings because, again, what is the message that you're sending your team when you expand the time and the preparation and the effectiveness, the quality of these meetings in these times of additional stress and pressure. You're sending them the message that planning is essential. Planning is critical. If you do the opposite, you're sending the message that planning isn't really all that important. Preparation really isn't all that important. That's the message you're sending. You need to be the example Right? They need to follow your lead. You are the leader and so your behaviour is the thing that communicates, not your words. Words are cheap. I always remember that sticker that I, I really like. saw on a, on a yacht once and it just said, talk is cheap, let's race. <laughs> I love that sticker. And what it means is you can say what you like, but people get the, the meaning of, of what you're trying to uh, get across by your behaviour, by your actions. So expand on the meetings and, and expand your time preparing for those meetings. If you have a seven-minute daily direction meeting every day and traditionally you take five minutes to prepare for it, take ten. Get more preparation. Get more value into these meetings. Um, the, on the what's not list, there was thinking that everything is equal. Nothing is equal. And how you figure out which is more important than the next. And this is a real key issue because if you just go, oh, well, it all needs to be done, so I'll just start there. It's a very ineffective way of getting things done. And by taking time to figure out what's more important than the next and the next and the next and then putting a, a plan of action together to address the most important things first. From a subconscious or a psychological point of view, you will have a feeling of a lot more control. You will feel that you are more in control by asking what will happen if I don't do this today? Versus what will happen if I don't do this today? And that question allows you to figure out what the consequences are of each of these actions. And it's, and, and through the, the, I guess, the, the importance or the, the problems that occur 
through not doing this today are far greater for this issue than this issue than this issue, it's pretty plain which is the most important by looking at the consequences and separating yourself from uh, uh, the, the emotion of urgent, right? That, that's just a killer. It's such a killer. If, if you succumb and get pushed around by the emotion of urgent, uh, you're on the, on, on the road to an ass kicking because urgent has nothing to do with it. It's all about importance and, and how you understand what's more important than the other is say, what will happen if I don't do this today? And, and look at a couple of layers of consequence. Then begin with the most important, then the next, then the next. If you, are, if you follow this process, I guarantee you, you will get significantly more done because you feel in control. And, and effectiveness is all about emotion. It's all about how you feel. It's not about lists and logic. It's about feelings and emotions. So if you feel good, if you feel more in control, your performance is better. You have a better level of performance when you feel in control, when you feel good. When you feel good, you do good. When you do good, you feel good, and you get on this upward spiral. And so getting back into control by asking these questions and getting a list before you launch headlong into the stuff will put you in a better place. Um, working constantly without breaks was on the what not to do. What should you do? You should time block like crazy. If you've heard me talk about time blocking before, leading up to this big crazy deadline, you need to time block your head off. You need to time block your whole day. And the, the reason you need to do this is because what time blocking does, well, let me explain what time blocking is. Time blocking has a start time and you cannot miss it. It's like catching a plane you just can't be late or they'll go without you so you've got to be ready to start at that time that's a key ingredient to a quality time block the second thing is it has to have a duration which means it needs to have an end time and i would suggest to you even with physical work don't make your time blocks any longer than 50 minutes so have a series of 50 minute time blocks uh, so a start time that you've got to adhere to, a finish time that you must stop working. When the gun goes, you've got to stop working and go to the next part of the process. And if you're doing time blocks properly and you're doing a 50-minute time block, the, the, the following 10 minutes of that hour needs to be reward. It needs to be fun. Okay, because what you're doing is creating what's called a neuro association or a link of positive emotion through doing something that you really enjoy doing and it can be work or not work whatever it doesn't matter as long as you really really love it or it makes you laugh or something like that but it, it's a positive emotion and you need to do it immediately after the gun goes with your 50 minute time block and what that does even after just a few time blocks so you can create this in a day or two you create a really powerful positive association to doing time blocks which then causes you to want to do them more often which is just awesome because they are the best way of getting shit tons of stuff done absolute truckloads of stuff done 
by time blocking. Now, what time blocking combats is this thing called Parkinson's Law? Parkinson's Law basically states that work will expand to the time given to it. But we're really amazing. You are really amazing because if you are put under a... um, a challenge, if you're given a challenge to get X, Y, and Z done by a compacted time, we are amazing because we find ways of getting it done. We become more focused. We become less distracted. We become more committed and we can get into flow and we'll get high quality results in a lot less time by using time blocking to overcome Parkinson's law. The worst thing you can do is say, well, I'm just going to keep going until it gets done because it will take significantly longer because of your mindset. In the last thing, I'm just going to finish up with this. The last thing that you need to, to, to make sure you do in this busy, busy time, and I hate that word. I just really do not like that word, but... It is what it is, is make sure that you use some of your time blocks every day to ensure that you do work on the business activity. Don't use all of your time blocks to to just get the working in the business stuff done. Make sure you have at least one. It doesn't have to be a 50-minute one even. It can be a shorter one, a 30-minute one but one, if not two, time blocks every day to do work on the business. And here's why. I've been doing time management stuff for 20-something years, 27 years or whatever, and used to get flown all around the country delivering uh, time management seminars, a full-day time management seminar. That's what I used to do back in the 90s. And... Something really, really stood out to me after I'd been doing it for some time. So after I'd been doing it for a few years, I noticed this one thing. That the person that came to the time management seminar, that they were a bit stressed when they got there and and I'd ask them why and they go, I just, I really shouldn't be here. We've got so much on. I really can't afford this day. That guy got significantly more out of his investment of that day in the time management uh, seminar than the person that said, this kind of suited me, like we're a bit quiet now. So I was, you know, I was able to get to this this time management seminar because we haven't got a whole lot on at the moment. So it worked out really well. They got significantly less out of it. And so what I'm saying is again from a mindset, from a psychological point of view, you will teach yourself a lot of really valuable lessons about how important planning is, how important meetings are, how important communication is, how important prioritizing is, how important time blocking is, um, how important that you have balanced time blocking every day to ensure that you are working on the business. You will learn those lessons at a far greater degree when you perform or behave in that manner under pressure, when things 
when it's, when if you really feel like you shouldn't be doing this, you just should be working, working, working. And the reason that this is so important is this right now is an opportunity for everybody to start to behave in a way that is very different to what you traditionally have behaved and want to still behave. We need to change that. And this is an opportunity for you to learn that lesson or those lessons at at a nervous system level. And the beauty of that is that when things aren't so pressurised, you are still going to be committed to the planning, the meeting, the communication, the time blocking, the working on the business, all of those sorts of things. So I hope this has been useful. If, um, if it has been, you know, let other people know that this stuff is here in Builders in a Circle. Invite them across and come and join Builders in a Circle and participate in these uh, in these podcasts and there's a whole lot of other stuff going on. I'm doing 40 tips in 40 days, so I'm doing a, a video every single day, seven days a week for 40 days in a row, tips to help you. So they're, they're, they're being delivered all the way up through to, to Christmas uh, to, to give you something to think about, you know, other than just work, 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 work. Uh, and they'll continue on over the Christmas New Year period into January. So you've got some thoughts to stimulate you for your planning and your objectives and goals and so forth for your business for the for the following year for 2019. So, you know, get some people across into Builders in a Circle and uh, help me make a dent in this building industry and get rid of these things. As you can see, you know, just everything that we've covered tonight is... They're things that you have complete control over. I mean, they're not impossible to do. You have a choice to do them or to not do them, but I know that if you choose to do them, it will make a big difference. And the difference it makes, it will eliminate unnecessary emotional pain. It's unnecessary. You don't, you know, it's the standard way that people go about things that causes most of the problems. I've just given you a ton of solutions to turn those things around. So I'm sure you know other people that could really use a hand right now uh, and get some ideas that will help them get rid of the stress and so forth. So they can get more done. They can enjoy their Christmas break with their family and their kids um, without the the guilt and the, and the stress and the worry and so forth. Uh, get them over here so we can give them a hand. Um, if you've got any questions about this, uh, you can certainly put them in the comments section. If you've got any comments about this, you can put them in the comments section. Even when we're finished, I'll come back and I'll look at them and respond to them if they're questions. Um, if you've got any topics or questions you'd like to have off uh, asked in our 40 tips in 40 days you can just pop them in builders in a circle just post them or you can message me um on on facebook messenger and i will address them in our 40 tips in 40 days so hope this has been valuable i'd love to hear about what you have learned what you've implemented over the next few days and how that has worked for you um, and please share that in Builders in a Circle here somewhere so other, other guys can gain inspiration from what you've learned, what you've done and how it's worked for you. That would be super cool. So that is it for another episode of Builders Problem Solved. We will be back here again uh, at 8pm uh, next Wednesday evening. 
in Builders Inner Circle, but watch out for the 40 tips in 40 days. Uh, and this has been fun. I got a bit carried away and we went a bit over time, but that's okay. We're not paying for satellite time. That is it. Mick Hawes, Builders Business Black Belt. I am out. Bye for now. (laughs) 